What is up, guys? We're back in the group. Woo! All right. A big, big update. Um, massive. And it's... I wasn't sure if I was going to share it. Because um, it's a bit... Uh, yeah, feeling a bit depressed about it. Sad. Uh, but that's... You know, this is the cycle where the, the phoenix eventually burns to ashes and is, is reborn. So this, my beautiful um, GTI, I mean, you can't really fucking see it. Like, this is the inside of it. Uh, but my beautiful car that I bought two years, 11 months ago, whilst I was uh, a personal trainer, has now been sold. Like, this is, it's that someone's coming to pick it up in two hours and uh, yeah, I'm selling my car for, uh, so the first thing, when the money hit my account, I paid off this other uh, thing that I was paying off. I just wanted to pay it all, the rest. It was on a payment plan, uh, so I just I just paid it all that all off. And then I uh, literally, you know how you get a bunch of money, and then straight away, it's like money comes in, money goes out. And it's like, and I was like, do not do that, Mitch, stop. Don't, uh, but it just happens. Like if you go back to a week where you've made a lot of money from your job, you got like a, a oh, this, you got your tax back or you got a, a commission or a bonus. Usually you'll go back and you'll see, oh, I made 200% more money, but I also spent like 300% more than my average lifestyle. So uh, I've learned my lesson about that in the past. You just got to be super fucking like, long-term thinking and uh, consider it and, and realize all of these universal principles at work. Like you can't expect to find long-term sustainable happiness and, and growth from spending money on a single object like or a materialistic thing. But anyway, so I kind of... Uh, led you on a bit. I, I'm not super depressed about it. I mean, I mean, obviously for a little bit, I was sad and, and uh, unsure and was like, wow, man, do I really want to sell this? I, I did have uh, a few issues with this. It, it, I had like the head gasket replaced and the water pump, like just some bullshit. And it's like, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was making enough money and spending enough time on this car uh, then I then I needed to be. I didn't. I felt dishonest about it. I felt incongruent, and I wanted to like buy all these books. I wanted, and I just felt so real talk, so shit about myself, knowing, wow, I'm I'm using this like thirty dollar mic, um, in my room. I've got this dodgy like webcam. You know, I, I'm not even like buying myself food because I'm being like real frugal. Um, all these little things. And I'm like, I have this car that I barely use. I'm paying all this insurance on it. I'm paying all this petrol. And I'm like, fuck, I don't even like, I'd rather ride a bike, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's almost like a, a contraction of responsibility in order to focus more at the core and the foundation so that I can grow into a bigger and better uh, version of myself and, and be more responsible. 
So that is exactly like the create and destroy principle. Whereas if, if at my house here, my family's house, my dad's house, if we wanted to build like a mansion here on this block, it would be really hard to do it, if not impossible to just to build on the foundations it already has. We're going to need to fucking destroy the entire house and and rebuild it with new foundations, right? If we're going to build a 20-story skyscraper, we can't build it on the foundations of a two-story house. So it's it's there's a little in-between bit which people are scared of and I talk about this like if you want I don't have any props here um well yeah let's if I want to pick up if I've got this uh Volkswagen bottle opener let's say you know it's a, a German car it's got a fucking bottle opener in the uh, in the cup holder if I want to upgrade this bottle opener to like a book or something a nice leather bound book I must let go. But a lot of a lot of the time people don't want to let go and take that step and it's like I feel like it's a very hard thing to do and that's why uh, the guidance of others is so valuable. Now I'm not like uh uh self I mean I'm self promoting but I'm not at the same time and I was like for a long time I was like why am I not getting uh the the attention that I would like for my, my business, why am I not connecting with the people that I want to connect with? And I was like, okay, well, who are the clients that I want to work with? Who are the people I want to connect with? And I'm like, they're people who want to invest in themselves and do, and they, they want to improve and they're, they're willing to take a, a risk. They're willing to take the leap. They're willing to let go, right? They're let go. And I was like, am I doing that? Like, that's the question is, Am I doing that? And it's just as fucking simple as that. If you're in a relationship where you want your partner to, I mean, this is a, I hope my girlfriend doesn't see this. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've already said too much. Uh, if, if you want your partner to put out more, right? All the guys out there, it may be the girls, maybe the girls you're like, oh, hey, he never wants to have sex with me. Oh, Bronny's watching. Oh, fuck. Woo. What's up, Bron? Uh, yeah, so if you're like, hey, I want my girlfriend or my boyfriend to put out more or my non-binary pansexual partner to put out more, then you need to ask yourself the question, am I doing what they want? Am I doing what I want them to do? Now, I know you're going to be like, oh, well, actually, um, they're, they're not, you know, tying me up and having sex with me and they're not advancing and Okay, yeah, I don't mean it exactly the specifics of it. You need to break it down into the essence of it, right? So you're thinking about the form of it. I want you to think about the essence. So the essence of I want my partner to have sex with me is I want to feel a, a deeper connection and have more fun, right? So you ask like, okay, they, my part, I feel my partner isn't giving me that deeper connection and that playfulness. Okay. Well, am I being, am I taking actions to get out of my comfort zone to create a deeper connection with them? Am I making advances? Am I being a leader and taking responsibility? And am I doing things to meet my partner's love languages? Am I doing things to 
give value to them? Am I doing things to fill up their love bucket, their value bucket, all these, all these things? Am I holding any resentment or anger? All these things. And then the other thing is, am I being intimate with like, that's the same thing. Oh, here we go. We got a, oh, we got a question. Are both of these people living in their values? Well, that's a good question. That's a good one. You know, when Bronnie asks you a question and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, let me, let me think about that one. That's, and it's, she, she uses her precision, her precise questions to, she'll, she'll ask, she'll kind of mask it. And this is what good coaches do. I think good, good teachers do. They'll, they, they know the specific question to ask you, like a really specific one that's going to really get in there deep. And sometimes they do do that. Uh, <laughs> I've got like a half, it, it, yeah, it's kind of like a mullet now, um, but I'm like working my way to like tie it all up, but it just fucking gets in my hair all the time. Um, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> she's laughing. So a lot of the time, and this is what a good teacher does, is they'll ask, um, right, so here's, here's a question. You can ask someone, the spe- you know, the specific question you want to ask them is, okay, how much money did you make last month? How much money did you make last month? Like, that's the specific question. But if you ask someone, hey, how much money did you make last month? They go, whoa, like, fucking, that's personal. But if you say, sometimes people feel like they're not making... Uh Uh-oh, I've lost the lights. Let me turn this up. Shit. There we go. Sometimes people feel like they get to the end of the month and they look at how much money they made and they feel really shit about it. And they just wish that there was some way for them to reach out and get help. So see how instead of the coach asking the specific question, they have told a story to en- to pull you in and engage and open you up a bit to build the trust. Uh, and then they go and So, yeah, I think the back to what led that. Bronnie, I'm, I'm talking about uh, the, the problem of, oh, my partner's not making sexual advances on me. What a what an a-hole. And then you ask yourself, am I doing that back? But then the core question is, are both of these people living in their values? And that's the same principle in every area of your life. If you want to make more money, are you living in your values? Are the people you're serving, are they... because if someone doesn't value, like imagine if I went next door to someone, I mean, the person next door is actually a mechanic and you might actually want to buy it. But let's say the other house, I went to a house and I said, Hey, mister, do you want to buy my car? Now this person is in no need of a car. So do they value my car? No, definitely fucking not. How, hey, I need to sell it to you right now. I can give it to you for a dollar or a hundred thousand dollars. What do you want? And they'll go, uh, I don't even want to pay a dollar for it because I don't need a car. I mean, that would have to be pretty silly not to buy it for a dollar. So let's say, yeah, I'll buy it for a dollar. Now that person only has the the value of a car of one dollar because they they have no problem and they have no value of the car. So the the and it works with every area. The the relationships with finances. If you are not living your values, you are not going to attract people that value you. If you're trying to be someone else, you will attract other people who aren't clear on themselves. 
Uh, and that's just the fucking long rant of um, selling my car. Uh, Bronnie says, sexual energy can also change forms. Nothing is ever missing. So what do you perceive is missing and in what form is it showing up? That's right. If you're not grateful for, so let's say when I first got this car, I was like, yeah, it's so, it's really nice. But after a while, it's that, that excitement, that elation, it kind of, it, it wilts down. It slowly decreases, diminishes, diminishes. So now I, I'm perceiving, oh, I want this Ferrari now. But the energy of the Ferrari is in this bike over there. The Ferrari looks cool. It's fast. It, it makes me feel good. Okay, how does the bike look good? How does the bike make me feel good? How, uh, how can I go fast on a bike? There, so there's, there's all these things. And if I'm not grateful for the speed at which the bike can take me, when I get into a Ferrari, I'm not going to be grateful for that speed. Because there's a few ways you can look about look about it. I wonder if Bronnie will jump on here with me. Let's, let's get her on. Bringing her on live, live, impromptu live. Here we go. We didn't plan this. Get on here, Bronnie. Yeah, we are. Right, she's going. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> I am even in my pajamas. How awesome is that? <laughs> I'm just like the taxi today. I've dropped because Nathan can't drive. So I've dropped him at work, dropped the kids at school, just drove in. I'm like, oh, Mitch is live. Then I'm like, why not? I'm in my pajamas. Who cares? It's always a great convo, mate. You felt the energy. You felt the energy. Yeah. How are you going? What a great topic. Yeah. Ellie's watching. Hey, Ellie. Oh, is she? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, the, I, what do you think the topic is about? Cause I have no idea. What do you, what would you describe this as? Well, all I heard when I jumped on was, um, about, oh, I can't even remember. It was about, um, um, yeah. If you perceive that your partner's not giving you, you know, the sexual needs that you need, that you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's all I heard. And then I was just like, oh, I'm going to town. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Let's go. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's always about sex with me, isn't it? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so why now I've completely lost my train of thought. But I was talking about um, kind of sacrificing the the say you have a a city and the city walls are like you know this big right but then that you're kind of losing a bit of control you can't you want to increase the quality of things and it's just overwhelming and it's hard and you've kind of lost your purpose in the city and you whatever so you're going to tighten things up and you kind of needed to get rid of some shit and, and tighten it up so that you have like a stronger core and stronger foundations so that you can build on that and, and build even bigger and stronger. And then you know, okay, next time we build a bigger city when, when we do renovations and extensions, it's going to be a way greater quality. I'm going to provide a way better service. 
an experience for everyone in, in the city, don't you think? Yeah, failing forward, 100%. You can't ever get really congruent and clear with exactly what you want to achieve and what that looks like and the real why and meaning for you unless you fail by rolling something out first. If you fail and then you go, you know, sometimes it's enough to have people just go, oh, I'm out, I'm hiding, I'm not going to... And some people are like, ah, I see now how that's going to be refined and when I roll it out again, it's going to be next level. So, but yeah. like myself years ago, I was petrified of failing. I was petrified of being in a room of people that I perceived were more intelligent than me because I already felt like I was dumb. So mm. I would hold back. Now I'm like, get me in a room with the smartest people because I've got so many questions and I'm just going to absorb everything. Um, but it was because of my fear of failing and the feedback I'd gotten when I was younger where I'm like, oh, I did it. I did. I did what you asked. Well, I still don't fucking want it. I'm like, shit. So therefore I just kept doubting and doubting and doubting. And then I just stopped doing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doubting. Just, well, I think there's, there's, oh, there's work to be done. Up, to, but yeah, there's work to be done from the doubt to the action. Yeah. 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 There's uh, I guess the doubt is like the feedback to, Oh, I'm doubting myself here. Am I stepping up or am I subordinating? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So what's, um, I don't know if you can share any news with anyone, any up, I mean, we're in the private group here. Um, I don't know if you can share any, anything that's going on with you lately. Uh... Oh shit, mate. Where do I start? So <laughs> I finally have, <laughs> there's so many elements. So I'm, I'm, um, I've, I'm going to have a journaling workshop, which is rolling out at the end of November, as you know, um, I'll be there. VIP that's, yeah, hundred percent. Because, you know, that's one of my biggest tools to identifying my work and progressing forward. And I used to sit there and go journaling, what I'm going to write dear fucking diary, like how, how lame. Yeah. And then I, yeah. and then I sort of went, well, I'm not going to mock it. That's very, you know, lopsided view. So I'm going to go in and explore it. And over the last two years, I've become self-proclaimed um, <laughs> the journaling queen. And people don't realize that when I coach them, I just coach them through my journaling process. So mm. this, this, um, workshop is basically going to be the foundations of my work which is cool um what's another aspect i'm talking to a publisher about my book um which is really really cool um we have a title locked in which is even more cool um you know, we you have share? a you know a cover design hey well can you share the title uh yeah i don't think anyone's going to steal it <laughs> it's it's why me to try me so oh, nice. why me as in the victim mentality and then transforming that into try me. I'm so certain about what I want to do, who I am, what that looks like, how I inspire and how that's going to be rolled out. And it's just showing both sides to life and how I grew up and lived a victim mentality with 19 different traumas. And then just the stories of those and then how I transform that, how I saw that and now how, I, how that inspires me and how that helps me transform other people's lives. So just giving people hope really. Another thing that's happened is, um, so as you know, my, my man's uh, twin brother is in jail and I have for years wanted to assist people in the criminal system, right? So yeah. I have my in. I, have, uh, I spoke to his brother and I spoke to a few of the um, guards at the prison and then I also got the parole board calling me. So I'm now 
like assisting and helping them to take them because the only reason people are in prison and they do that impulsive behavior is because they have those triggers. They don't understand those triggers. They just judge themselves for those triggers. So what I'm doing is, is saying what I want to create and the blueprint I've given them is I want to be able to dissolve those triggers for them, but not just that I want them to, I want to show them how beautiful life can be. So I want to be able to, um, I'm currently writing a letter to companies to be like, can you give them a shot? Can like, if I dissolve these triggers and they're no longer that person, they're, they're willing and then hire them within their values, hire them within their values. So it's, it's next level, mate. It's like, so I've got a lot of elements going on. Um, yeah, I've got the workshops, the book. I you I've really been... love putting yourself out there. Fucking hell. Well, you know what? I judged myself two, probably two weeks ago. I thought, fuck, I've got a lot going on. Like I've got all these different aspects and, and I'm like, is it too much? And then I, um, <laughs> I watched a video from Arnold Schwarzenegger and he said, I was an actor. I was a bodybuilder. I'm governor. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And he goes, but it all wraps up into one. And I'm like, holy fuck, I'm not doing too much. What I do know is I can't do it alone. I need a community. I need, I need coaches like yourself that can do your element of it. And, you know, and I want to build that community. So I definitely know it can't be done alone. Um, but I definitely know I'm never giving up. And even in my lifetime, if I only set the foundations for it to be rolled out once I'm passed and there's other people in the community, how fucking epic is that? It means that there's going to be world change and I know what I can achieve in my lifetime. Um, yeah. And it just, it just gives so many people different opportunities to do and do what they love and, and make that impact. And um, I'm also <laughs> talking to the schools uh, because I've been approached by them to do an anti-bullying campaign. Uh, my daughter is beside herself. They're like, Oh my God, mom, the principal rang you. And I'm like, I know. And they all follow you. And, and I'm just like, I know, babe. She's like, Oh my God, my mom's going to be on there. And I'm like, okay. But you do remember your mum's a bitch, right? She's oh, I know. Like, <laughs> so, so I'm doing that as well because I believe that, you know, with us as adults, we have these judgments on ourselves where, you know, I might not be the most attractive. I might not be this. I might not be that. But then when our peers are us, they're like, oh, she's inspiring. You know, she's, um, she's driven. Uh, she always, she always there to help. And all that. so when they realize that those people that are attacking them are attacking from pain, and if someone's going to stand up in assembly and say, if someone's actually bullying you, it's because of their own pain, then it's going to be a community of people caring for others and saying, I don't know what's going on for you right now, but if you need a chat on here. And the reason they asked me was because they had someone wielding a knife on the, on the oval um, about four weeks ago. And so they went into lockdown. They did, you know, their thing. Like but a student the, or a... No, 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 an outsider. And they have this, they have this thing that they get the students to do where everyone checks in with each other. They all ask questions and everything. And my daughter being my daughter walks up to the principal and asked the principal how she was handling everything and asked her all the questions. And the principal rang me in tears going, I asked her why she asked me and she's I'm in the world. Right. No. And she because said, she what? She no, a, you cut out because she, uh, if she could be a quarter of the person I am, she would be proud of herself. This is my daughter. And one thing she knows that the strongest person that everybody leans on never gets asked if they're okay. So she said, I'm here asking if you're okay. And oh the, God, the principal was beside herself. Like... Yeah. And then my daughter started telling her about what I do and that's where that's come from. So I've got that. I've got that happening as well. <laughs> I've just got so much happening, mate. And you know what? Ultimately my mission is to transform pain into power. Yeah. Because bu- the bullying campaign, pain to power. Wow. The book, pain to power. 
the criminal system, pain to power, and just self-acceptance and awareness, that depth of awareness and, and growth is just so important. And um, obviously, you know, I, I don't like that people block people out. Like, oh, you have an expertise. You can't do what you love for 12 months. How's get fucked down? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to walk away from a fallen soldier. I'm, I'm not going to walk away from, from someone that, that needs help because I've been there, you know, and, and so many people turned a blind eye to me because they thought I was just the hard, you know, I guess the hard person or, or uh, not the hard person or just too hard basket pushed to the side. I'm like, bring it, bring it in. Um, I'm currently working with a, with a gentleman that has, I identified his triggers. He didn't know that I knew his triggers, but he's about to walk away from his job in the justice system because when him and his wife separated, um, that her solicitor suggested that they put a, a um, is it a restrictive sort of order on him so that he his behaviour had to be there. And he's just like, I work for the justice system. I can't be seen as a behaviour, like, you know, having issues. And I'm like, but you're only human. But now the woman is using that against him. If you don't give me an extra $500, I'm just going to say that you breached the order and then you're going to lose your job. So I'm now assisting him and, and I know where his, where his trigger came from. When I identified it, he just bawled his eyes out. And it's the most beautiful thing because for the first time in his life, he was able to accept himself as him. And that's just a, that's just a little part of the power that we have within us just to accept that we're, we're fucking human. You know, it's human behavior. You, you are not in control of these triggers, mate. But what I can do is dissolve them and then empower you. So change your pain to power. Like, it's my, like, it's just next level. I love it. Pain to power, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So there's just what? a few elements. There's so much more I've got going on in the background. Um, yeah, but I'm going to I'm gonna attempt now. You know I'm a tech tard. But I'm going to attempt to do a, um, a Facebook event in the next two days yep. to tell everybody about my journaling. And I'm just going to see if I nail it or if I fail it. <laughs> yeah. Have you been reading marketing books or some shit? Nailing yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but you know what? When I've got so much to do, I don't have time to do the marketing book. But what I do yeah. know is that, um, you know, not blowing wind up my own ass, but I do inspire a lot of people. I do, um, I do create that epic impact and epic progress in people's lives. And I don't doubt that for a second. Um, only because I've, I've dealt with my own shit, mate. It really, it's just the only reason I'm able to help at the level I do is because I dealt with my own shit. And mm. yeah, I think that that's a beauty in everybody. We've all got our stuff. Pain to power, boom. Doesn't surprise me at all. You have so many epic things happening, Bonnie. So proud of you. Thank you, Ellie. I hope Navy's good. I don't, how old is she now? Two months, maybe? That's Ellie's grandbaby. Oh, wow. She's Congrats. gorgeous as. So cute. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's just a little bit of what I've got going on. Um, yeah, it's uh, pretty epic. But when you've got a judge that backs you, two lawyers that back you, six weeks on Sunday, I knew it was yeah, close, close. Um, you've got the justice system on your, on your, you know, in your, in your corner, and then you've got the schooling system in your corner. I'm slowly getting into the government, slowly. And I thought about adding study. I thought about adding study to it as well. I thought about going back to uni again and uh, becoming a <laughs> a lawyer so that a lawyer. I could, um a defense lawyer yeah mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I've stood in court three times in the last 12 months um, representing people's behaviours. And all I did was uh, coach the judge <laughs> on the spot. No way. <laughs> and the judges just looked at me and gone, what did you just do? Because he didn't, he called me in because he didn't understand the depth of what I was going to do with this, with this guy that was about to get locked up. And I said to him, if you, if you give me, if you release him in my care with an anklet, whatever you've got to do, I promise you within six weeks, he will no longer have these triggers. And this is how we're going to test it. And he goes, I don't understand. So I did it on the spot to him. I said, by your body language tonality, I can tell you you've either had this, this or this, which one is it? And he goes, I'm like, can I go further? And he's like, yeah. So I did it to him in his own courtroom. Court. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. It was really good. And he said, we need a lot more of this in the, in the criminal system like in this system and I'm just like, awesome. And he goes, is this your number? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, can I call you? And I said, yes, you can. So slowly getting my community of people <laughs> that know there needs to be a change um, and just going for it. Wow. Yeah. I have no doubt I'm going to fail. I have no doubt there's going to be aspects and elements that are going to be tough um, that I'm going to question, but it's the, it's that questioning that's going to allow me to refine and, you know, by having an inside, a person inside prison to speak to, um, I'm also publishing a book for him. He's, um, he's an oh, amazing, know. phenomenal chef. And okay. uh, he's got all these recipes. And so he's sending me the recipes. Hi, Kate. He's sending me the recipes. I'm cooking them, taking the photos, and I'm going to get a, a book made for him because he's not out for another five years. Um, so he's going to come out with some sort of financial backing um, to help him get started and while he's in there it's actually really funny because he's like oh you you won't coach me you can't go and i'm like no i wouldn't even try mate okay um so <laughs> i've been sending him um you can email a prisoner and i've been sending him um like questions just little ones and he's like yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm like okay so you know what about this and i'm just asking one question per per email and it's slowly coming around because I know where I'm heading. He has no idea and he doesn't think I'm coaching him because I'm adding it in, in strategically. Um, and he had, he's had a, a shoulder injury. So that's what I'm, I'm tackling first. So he's got this um, shoulder injury and um, I just popped that two days ago uh, while we're on the phone because he goes, Oh, you asked this intriguing question. And this is what I thought. I said, so where did that come from? And then I just went around and he just goes, he um, rang yesterday and he goes, I've had no shoulder pain over the last 24 hours. And I'm like, wow. And he's like, that's a 20 year injury. And I'm like, right. And he goes, what did you do to me? <laughs> and I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Cause he's in there. He needs to work out. One of his biggest things is to, you know, they don't get a lot of variety in there and any, what needs to work out. He's very, you know, he's muscly. He's like 11% body fat and he's 96 kilos. Like he's a, he's a massive man. Um, but he can't work out because of his shoulder. So I thought I'll just take that pain away by giving him his realization, uh, dissolving it. Um, and then, yeah, then we'll move forward. So now he's, um, yeah, now he's, he's able to work out and it's just little bits at a time, just, just little bits at a time, mate. And, um, yeah, it's going, it's going really good. I'm not going to say it's, it's easy work, like it, it's tough. It's challenging. I'm a solo person at the moment. Haven't got team behind me yet. Um, I've got a lot of support. I've interviewed about 52 men so far um, just to get their different verbiages, their different understandings. And not one of them has held back from any of my questioning. Um, not one of them has, has 
not felt like it's a platform where they can actually be their true selves and every single one of them has agreed to a live interview so that's going to be wow. epically powerful and you know what if that changes or gives one man hope or allows through um you know through relatability for someone to just own who they are and be and accept that i'm like oh what value can you put on that mate you can't put a value mm. on that so yeah, these, all these men are willing. And, and I just think it's so amazing for them to be able to do that because it's never, men are not vulnerable like that. Right. But they're about to expose themselves um, so that they can help others. And it's just, it's a changing time. It's really cool. Well, that's so fucking cool because you've taken the masculine energy is like, I want to solve the problem. And you're like, Hey, here's a platform to literally solve people's problems. And it's like a feminine thing of like, Oh, I'm in pain but it's not because it's, I'm in pain. Here's how to solve yours. I solved mine. Yeah. I'm a man. So it's like such a, yeah. I mean, what man wouldn't want to share that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't want to share it when I first start speaking to them. Um, oh, no way. Yeah. But like, I mean, even my coaching clients, I'll say to them, can I record this? Cause there's two reasons I want to record it. Right. One of the, one of the problems I believe is in the co in the coaching industry is People don't have industry experience. They don't have the hours and the exposure of different circumstances to be able to navigate through. So I want to have a platform for coaches to be able to go in and actually uh, learn from an actual real experience. And then I'm going to have like a, a questionnaire, but then I'm not going to be pick headed. I want them to point out how they saw it before I give them the questionnaire of how I coached it. Because that's going to broaden my horizons and how many people I can help. Oh. Oh my God. Like so it's going to, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So it's, it's about like, coming together. That is like a world-class fucking coaching program. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only thing I know I, when I did my courses, I wanted to be a coach. But the one thing that held me back was the questioning of, I could potentially fuck someone up. What if I do mm. that? I don't, I don't have hours of industry experience. Like I, I believe that's very important. And then also understanding that you must do your own work. And, and the only reason why I can identify that in people is because of the questions that they will ask. I'll know exactly what areas of work they haven't done and I'll be able to then progress them forward as coaches as well as learn their view because that will allow me to see people's, um, I guess, charges from a different perspective if I haven't already seen it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many things happening, mate. <laughs> but it all leads back to the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. Anyway, you look so much better. Life. I don't know if it's the lighting. <laughs> I don't know if it's What's the lighting, that? but I feel like you look so much better without makeup. I don't wear makeup at all. Never worn makeup in my life. Oh, well, it's the lighting then. It must be oh, the lighting, no, mate. Because yeah, I don't wear I don't wear makeup. That shit's horrid for my face. <laughs> oh no, actually it's also, it's also the fact that I have no idea how to apply it and I am not wasting an hour of my time every day putting on makeup when like, when you look this good, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have time for it. I, I think I can create so much in an hour. Why would I over fuss about what I'm putting on my face? And yeah, yeah I just, yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for coming <laughs> on and, yeah, that's cool. That's why I know my energy's right when I attract Bronnie. 
It's like, oh, there she is in the comments. <laughs> you know oh, what? This is the energy that's really cool because this morning I woke up and I went, I'm actually going live with Mitch today and I don't know. I don't no, know. You, we what? haven't we haven't even spoken about it. And I said to Nathan <laughs> in the car, he goes, what are you going to do in between appointments today? And I said, I, I think I'm talking to Mitch today. And he goes, why? And I said, I just feel no, this energy that we're going to talk. And then when I jumped on your live, I'm like, bullshit. He didn't just invite me to his live. I'm like, here we are. <laughs> it's cool, hey. I'm going to message Nathan and he's just going to be like, what? <laughs> and we're like, yeah. Oh, what else is happening? You know, you know, I appreciate you though. I appreciate the platform that you offer for others. And I appreciate, you know, your expertise and your niche and what you teach and how you inspire. And I believe that, you know, like I said before, everybody working together, we, we just make the ripple effects of, of epic change um, for men and women, because women, especially masculine women have the same problems as the men. And they're only like, you know, I say, oh, women do this and women do that. You know, they hold their kids against the men. They're only doing it due to their triggers and their desperation. So, you know, there's a story both ways. It's not just one way, but I thought it was going to be hard to get through to the men, but they're all just like coming at me. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll just go that way then. <laughs> and I thought I'd have to talk to like the women to get the men involved, but that's not how it's worked at all. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Stay tuned, everyone. And journaling is working <laughs> up. I'll, I'll put the link for it in the comments or... Yeah, no, just When comment, I finally do um, an event. Comment hashtag journaling and I'll send you the link for Bronnie's um, journaling thing. Or just message her. Oh, on thanks, me. mate. Appreciate That's that. Right. Well, All right, well be the best. It, look, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty epic it's basically me in a workshop it's it's the way i do all of my work it's the way i coach my clients it's the way it, it's such a untapped resource but it's exactly how i achieve everything um yep. it's how i own my own shit like yeah it's, it's just gonna be a really cool journaling and it's affordable it's not like i'm going oh i'm a journaling queen you've got to pay two thousand dollars to be there no it, it's basically let's get in let's get heaps of people in Let's show you the foundations, identify what form of journaling works for you. And then as that, like for the VIPs that come back for the second day, they're going into depth into their work. And there is going to be so much work identified on that day for the individual, as well as a group that there oh is no God. doubt in my mind that you guys are just going to fucking like just soar because you're going to identify your next level of work. And that's due to the questioning we'll do on day one. All right. Yeah, get your next level. <laughs> get All, your right. Next, no. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right, mate. I'll uh, love you and leave you. Thanks for inviting me All on right. in my pajamas. That's all right. <laughs> See ya. All right, mate. Bye. See ya.